0: Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Simple Power Podcast where we think practically about the presence and the power of God. I'm your host, Duke LaMastra, and I'm so excited that you are here for part two and the epic conclusion of this interview with pastor and church planter Caleb Hires. In case you missed last week, or just as a refresher, Caleb is the senior pastor at The Resting Place in Tampa, Florida. He has a total of five books out, and his latest of which is called The Wild, Weird, and Wonderful Ways of Yahweh. You can find all of that and more on his website, calebhires.com. There you can also find the link to check out his podcast which I highly, highly recommend the Faith Rest Life podcast. It is awesome stuff. Hey guys, if you missed last week's episode, episode 41, part 1 with Caleb Hires, that's where he shares his testimony, a couple of testimonies actually, and uh, really provides a lot of the framework for what we're going to get into here in just a moment. So I highly recommend, it's not a requirement, but I highly recommend if you did not hear episode 41, go back, pause this episode, go back and check that one out first, and then come back or if not if you want to keep going that's fine too but make sure at some point you go back and listen to part one as well because it is awesome awesome transformational stuff and I think it's going to really be a blessing to you so without further ado everybody thanks again for being here now let's get into part two with pastor Caleb Hires
1: my favorite bible verse ever is Galatians 2 20 I have been crucified with Christ no longer I who lives but Christ who lives in me and the King James Bible actually nails it better than most in this instance, and says, nevertheless, the life I live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Of, and if you look it up in the Greek, it's not the faith that you have in him. It's the faith that is in you because of him. It's his faith. It's his faith in us that does all of this. It's actually his faith in us that allows us to be born again, just like you said. Even the faith to believe him is a gift. It's all a gift from heaven. So I'm just a firm believer that we all carry the image of God, and we're growing in his likeness as we see Jesus, as we behold him as in a mirror, we're transformed, right? Transfigured into the yes. same image as him. So 2 Corinthians 3, I just feel like that's such a beautiful, beautiful position to take. I'm glad you brought it up.
0: And that's my favorite verse, by the way. One oh. of the top, top three for sure. sure. 2 Corinthians 3, 18. Beholding mm. as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, we're transformed into the same image. I absolutely love it. We become Amir. more like him as we worship him, as we, as we, as we behold him, as we contemplate who he is, we are transformed. We become more and more like him.
1: Yeah. Have you seen um, in the Greek that that's, that word transformed is actually the same word as transfigured yeah. in Matthew 17? Yep. That blew my mind when I saw that. I'm like, wait a minute. Yep. Transfigured. Um, so, yeah, I'm being transformed, but I'm really just being revealed. Because wow. Jesus being transfigured on the Mount wasn't becoming holy. He was just becoming clearly seen. He was becoming himself. Yeah. Right. He is the self-existent Jehovah. Right. Yeah. So he didn't become holy on the Mount of Transfiguration. He just got transfigured, unveiled. Yes. So we also are being transfigured, unveiled as to who we are. Our real life it's hidden in Christ. Right. Colossians yeah. three. So that transfiguration, that unveiling, that coming out from hiding. That yes. you know.
0: Yeah, just, it's actually like it. the like a metamorphosis. It's, yes, that's, that's, that word metamorphosis comes from that that yep. etymology. Right. Um, so, yeah, and it, so it's so not, cool. the, the butterfly was inside the caterpillar the whole time. That whole was its time. nature. That was its DNA. That's what it was created to be. But it looked like a slug <laughs> until yep. until it went through that process of transformation. It's actually, that's the same word that's used in uh, in Romans 12, be transformed oh, yep. by the that's renewing right. of your mind. That's right. Um, we have the mind of Christ, the Bible Come says. On right? We have uh-huh. the mind of Christ, but okay. So here's one of my other favorite verses because this stuff's just flowing now, but Love it. in uh, Colossians two, six, yes. you have received Christ. So walk, walk in him, in him. Yeah, man. And it's like, okay, he's done all of this for us. He's given us all of this, given us access to his world, to his presence, to his, to everything that he's given to us. He's, he's done it all. When he declared it is finished on the cross, he meant it. And it was finished for all time. Everything that we will ever need was accomplished in his sacrifice, in his death, and in his resurrection. And so now it's making decisions to think the way that he thinks, to be beholding him, becoming more, you know, going through that process of following him. And I love that you said that, man. It's being revealed in you who you really are.
1: Yeah. And Romans 8, just another support of that is that the all creation is groaning for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God, right? That word is the last book of the Bible. The title of the last book. Of the Bible. It's the apocalypse. Wow! It's the unveiling. It's the revelation, the revealing of the sons and daughters of God. And the way I talk about it is the trees know who you are. The rocks know who you are. The devil knows who you are. You don't know who you are, you wow. know? And so we're being unveiled apocalypse. Apocalypsis in the Greek is to lift off the veil. So to lift off the covering. So I I do this all the time. Okay, if you don't mind, gonna do an example. (laughs) Let's do it. This is my AirPods case, right? Uh Okay, that's what this is. I'm holding it up for those listening to the audio. I'm holding an AirPod case, and now the AirPod case is completely covered by my fist. Are you doing magic? No, okay. <laughs> I don't believe in <laughs> magic. You're
0: going to do a magic trick. Okay. I
1: know, I know, I know. Funny enough, I gave my life to Jesus at eight years old when an evangelist magician came to my church and did a bunch of stuff. It was That's funny. Awesome. It was the way they did outreach. Anyway, um, I can confirm
0: can you... the AirPod case is in his fist. It's can you see in it? His fist. I cannot see it.
1: Okay. Is it still an AirPod case?
0: It is still an AirPod case. Has it changed? It has not.
1: Okay. Can you see it now?
0: I can see it now.
1: Because I opened my hand, right? Yes. Did I do anything to the AirPod case? No. Did the AirPod case change?
0: Probably got some sweat on it or something. A little bit. about it, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Did it change? No, sir. Was it unveiled? Yes. And so also all creation is groaning Mm. for the unveiling of the sons and daughters of God. For you to become who you truly are already in Christ. How are you seated in heavenly places and totally wretched? Dude how are you how are you a carrier of the holy spirit and utterly sinful i remember them touching the ark in the old testament and falling over dead how did the <laughs> ark get inside of you and you're still breathing oh you must have become a new creation yes. the old has passed away the new must have come you must be a holy vessel for holy use i i'm just going to this is this is just Caleb speaking now. I'm not speaking on behalf of Duke because I don't know. We haven't talked about it. But you must already be sanctified, and you're getting a revelation of his holiness in you. Come That's on. just the way I read it. I'm not getting progressively holier. I'm getting a progressive revelation of his holiness. Wow. In I'm not becoming holier. Hebrews 10.10, 10, by the way, says we have been sanctified past tense. 1 Corinthians 6 says you were washed, you were justified, you were sanctified past Come tense. On. The Bible also says that he became to us sanctification. Sanctification isn't a process. It's a person.
0: <laughs>
1: and it, that person lives in me. And that person is being unveiled as I agree with his word, as I am conformed to his image by the spirit. Wow. I'm, not a, I'm not being progressively made holy. I'm getting a progressive unveiling of Christ in me, the hope of glory, his holiness in me. Otherwise, otherwise, I don't care what you say, you get some of the credit if it's a progressive holiness. Yeah. That you, partner with God yeah. and you get some of the credit and some of the glory and some of the honor. I'm sorry. All glory and honor and praise in my heart goes to him mm-hmm. who was and is and is to come, the one who was slain for me. I am not about to live off a theological paradigm that gives me credit for his finished work. I'm, I, I reject wow. it wholeheartedly. And so sanctification came by the cross. I, um, I love Adam Clark. He's a Methodist theologian. He's, moved, he's passed into the cloud. Uh, he's older, but Um, He said that if you are waiting till death, I'm paraphrasing because it's old English. If you're waiting till death to be set free from sin, then you have crowned death your Savior and not Christ himself. Wow. If you're waiting (laughs) until your physical death to be set free from something, then you have crowned death your King, Savior, and Lord and not Christ himself. Come on. He also said that sanctification is of faith in as much as justification is of faith. According to Romans 8, 29 through 30, it says yep. those he justified, he glorified. Past tense. So we're justified by faith. We're sanctified by faith. And let me just get you in trouble, Duke. We're glorified by <laughs> faith. We receive all of it by faith. Yeah, it's man. All by faith, faith working through love right what you just said So out of that relationship with god that these things are revealed it's not your striving it's not your works based righteousness hidden in an identity message wrapped up in a new wrapper and given a new not like non-pagan sounding title but it's still recycled paganism i'm sorry yin and yang paganism dark and light inside of you paganism i'm sorry uh there how can christ dwell in the same house as belial what fellowship does light have with darkness what harmony is there between christ and the devil none So how are you bad and good on the inside? How is there a war waging on the inside of you between dark and light? I'm sorry. I've never seen that happen. I turn on the light every day. I've never seen the darkness take 50% of the room ever. It can't happen. It can't happen. And so he's the light of the whole world. You're telling me that Colossians 2, 6 is great. I love how 9 through 12 goes into see to it that no one takes you captive by empty philosophy, according to human traditions and deceitful thinking. For in him was the whole fullness of God dwelt bodily. And you have been filled in him when you were baptized into his death, and your heart was circumcised. You were (laughs) raised to walk in the walk in the ways of new life. So this thing happened at your yes to Jesus. The old nature cut away. You have a new heart right now. Your heart is not deceitfully wicked. I'm sorry. I'm on my soapbox now, Duke. I'm on my soapbox. Go, go, man. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Your heart is not deceitfully wicked. You have a new heart if you have the Holy Spirit. Right. You can't have a new spirit and not a new heart. Ezekiel 36, 26. You cannot have one and the other. It's impossible. God is not about appeasement. He's about displacement. He didn't say go in and make make marriage with the people of the of the land. He said displace them. This is a picture of displacing the yeah. lies, displacing the Toronto displacing these things he's not about sharing space jesus likes his house to himself he's a homebody he's got his favorite couch he doesn't like to come home and have other people sitting there he likes his clicker in a certain place his coke in another place he's not into sharing all right you are a vessel for holy loose he's a jealous god come on somebody he's jealous for you he is not about to share you. You're the part of the bride of Christ for crying out loud. You think he's going to loan you out? You're not the concubine of Christ. You're the bride of Christ. You shouldn't wait for a visitation on Sunday morning because you sang the song the right way. You're the habitation of God. Monday, Come Tuesday, on. Tuesday, Thursday, on. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every day unto eternity, unto the glory of the ages. You're supposed to express the Lord God, our King and Savior Jesus Christ through your vessel now. It's supposed to begin now. All of creation's waiting for it. and. I hear people saying that the world's going to hell in a handbasket. I say, only if the church keeps hers on her head. Come on. You just got to take that basket off your head and be yourself. Arise and shine. Your light has come. The spirit of the Lord has risen up and on you, upon you. So I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous to settle for anything less. And it's who God made us to be. We're supposed to be the Zion company. We're supposed to be the... I, I don't man I'm messing with all the stuff right now, but I don't believe that we're going to the New Jerusalem. I believe that it's coming here and it's coming like a bride adorned for her husband. That's what it says in the Book of Revelation. I don't think that New Jerusalem is a place. I think it's a people. Well, wow. that's just my opinion, and I'm get, I'm gonna stop before I get in more trouble. <laughs> no, you're
0: you're you're sending us both to hell, man. Talking about Jesus, watching TV. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Jesus is currently seated in the resting place. Yes. What do you think he's doing? He's got his feet up, yes. man. He yes. has, the lamb has conquered. Yes. I love, last thing, Revelation 5, I believe it's 5. When the elder brother comes and rebukes John for weeping, where there is no weeping. Remember this? He, he's weeping because the scroll has found no one to open it, right? And the elder, the elder comes to John and says, do not weep. Do not weep. Even though you don't see that thing open yet, do not weep. The Lion of Judah has conquered. Take heart. I have overcome the world. You will have troubles. We're looking at trouble all around us right now. But how can we stay in a place of rest? Believe in the Son of God who loves you and gave himself up for you and has defeated death, hell, and the grave. He is not freaking out in heavenly places, and neither should you be. You're Mm -hmm. there now. I actually tell people I'm not going to heaven because that paradigm means I'm not already there. I'm just going to see in full what I know in part. I'm going to put off this earthly tent and graduate into the cloud of witnesses. Now we're getting weird. I'm sorry. Now, this would probably been weird for people for a few minutes.
0: (laughs) Well, I stopped now. Let's keep it up. No, but but The way that we live our lives, the limitations that we put on ourselves and that we live under and the limitations that we put on God All of this stuff, like, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And I do it too. I'm not saying that I'm not ridiculous with it too, because I do it too. But the stuff that we live under, man, is just, it's so absurd. And sometimes I feel like God's just up there like, man, like you're missing it. (laughs) You're missing so much. You're focused on, you read that scripture about like the festivals and all this, like, like your focus is over here. Like your focus is on another realm like, mm. This is what's in front of you. This is what's inside of you. This is what I died to secure for you. This is who you are in me. And we say get it. so caught up with so much stuff. And we put virtuous names on stuff that's really not virtuous. We say, well, I'm walking in humility. No, you're not. You're walking in false humility. Hello. Like like we were talking um, Romans 12, 3. Paul says, yeah. not think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but think soberly as God has dealt to each of us the measure of faith. He's given us the measure of faith. He says, think soberly, don't think more highly than you ought to think. Every Almost everybody that I've ever heard translates that and uses it as a way to say, don't think highly of yourself or mm-hmm. you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't think like that. You shouldn't elevate yourself because Paul said this, hold on. He did not say, don't think highly of yourself. He said, right. Don't think of yourself more highly than you are. And then he put it in context. The context right. is this is what God has given to every single one of us. Do not think of yourself outside of the context of what God has placed within you, wow. which is himself.
1: Wow. That's a great. Faith. And so, so great. we
0: live in this place of identity. This place like we've been talking about back and forth is, is restfulness, this place of rest and security, knowing who he is, knowing who we are and walking through this life and just seeing that every impossibility becomes possible for him who believes.
1: Come on. That's such a great point. And that, I, that is great insight on the context of that verse. I've never heard it put that way. That is, that is so good. I'm going to have to go back and listen and think about that again, Check me out, but make sure I I'm not. <laughs> No, it's good. It's, it's so really good. good. <laughs> I know I'm right with you. That is, that is solid. And I I'm so glad you brought up false humility because I, that's one of the things I, I preach against often because I think it's eating our lunch, man. I think God has told us that we're supposed to be the the display of his glory, right? Yes. Even the angels look in and we're not even, they long to see what we see, right? And so when it says things like a rise and shine, we're like, oh, but not too bright because that's pride right. is coming. Be careful. Pride is coming. You know, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought You know, I've heard those same things. But, dude, this is what I tell people. The only way you can be humble is to be great. In fact, greatness has to precede true humility. You can't be great or you can't be humble about doing jack squat. (laughs) There's nothing to be humble about. You can't be humble about accomplishing nothing. You can't be humble about being broke. You can't be humble about being a lowlife. You can't be humble about doing nothing for anybody that humbles you you can't humble yourself it says humble yourself before god it says if you you know he opposes the proud he gives grace to the humble right he opposes those who don't humble themselves why do i need to humble myself because i'm awesome wow hello (laughs) humility requires greatness hashtag humility requires greatness okay if you don't do something great there's nothing to be humble about moses was the most humble man right? Was it Moses? <laughs> yep. Most humble man Moses. to ever walk the earth. Guess who wrote those words? <laughs> Moses. Tell him, dude. <laughs> Moses wrote them. Okay. Moses penned that. Moses was the most humble man to ever walk the earth. I've heard people preach that that was, that should be stricken from scripture because obviously that's impossible for you to write about yourself. And I almost stood up and said, heresy. <laughs> that's the holy writ of God most high. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't fit in your paradigm, but it's not wrong. Wow. You are, you know? So I tell people, okay, humility requires greatness. So it's not about uh, being afraid of shining too bright. It's about being afraid of not shining bright enough. Here's the reason. If I have a light bulb and I turn it up halfway, you can still see the bulb. Yes. But if I crank that sucker to 11, you know? Yeah, man. Just to because I got the hair for it. If I crank it to 11, you know, then you're gonna you won't see the bulb. No, even if you stare at it, you can't see the bulb because the light is so bright. That's a picture of what the church is supposed to be. I tell people, if you're constantly getting credit for stuff, you're not shining bright enough. So good. What I know this is challenging. If you're constantly being given credit for stuff, you're not shining bright enough. This is what happened with Jesus, he did things and they praised God because of him. That's what it says read the gospels and they praise God because of him. They said, God must've done this. A man is upon one prayer of my life is God. Would you do something so magnificently awesome through me that if I attempted to take the credit, they would laugh. I want the response to be laughter. If I attempt to take the credit, I want people to go, ha, this moron, <laughs> he thinks he did that. What is he on? You know? So, humility requires greatness false humility is killing the church we need to rise and shine if you're getting the credit you're not shining bright enough yeah you need to do something so miraculous it's what you're talking about it's what's in your book that we need to be able we need to be doing impossible things in a way that go that yeah there'll be those times like paul had it where he said we are not gods like stop in people's ignorance they might try to give you credit i've done that i prayed for one uh lady and her leg was like this much shorter than the other bro and I prayed, and there was a whole crowd around me, and it that sucker went whoop. It was crazy. It was crazy. I got freaked yeah. out. But she stood up, and she's like, you're Jesus. And I was like, about to rip my clothes. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's told- the long hair, man. Yeah, it's the beard. I get it. It's like almost oh, Jesus. It only grows down. It doesn't grow up. I don't know. It's a neck blanket, really, this beard <laughs> that I have here. Um, but I I, wrote, I, told her, I said, no, 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 no. no." Think about it. Can I do what I just did? She goes, no i'm like then should i get the credit she goes no i'm like who should get the credit she's like jesus she starts weeping and then, you know i was like oh oh thank god you know i avoided that one so that may that's those things should be our problem is what i'm telling yes. you that's what i'm saying that should be your problem not man those christians are jerks yeah such hypocrites no those christians man i get around them and i'm I, I like i was in their shadow the other day and my headache left i didn't tell them but It was weird, you know, and like people should bump into you and get healed. Come on. You know, it's about expressing him on the earth. It's about pouring him out because you're already full of it. It's about tipping it over and giving to others, you know, not just hoarding it for yourself. That's why humility requires greatness. We have to be those who stand up and are the display of his glory throughout the ages to come. So good. Or else, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're wasting our time. Otherwise, like somebody do me a favor and just send me to heaven. You know, somebody do me a favor to live as Christ to die as gain. If I don't have a purpose down here of expressing him, then I'm ready to go. I'm out. Wow. Peace. You know, so that's where I'm at, man. I'm a pretty radical dude. I know. And this is, I talk like this all the time. Not just talking to you on your podcast. Ask my friends, uh, you know, ask my staff. Oh my gosh. They give me the bug eyes at least twice a month. They're like, if you didn't pay us to be here, I don't know. You know, Yeah. Man. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Yeah. so, so important.
0: Man, Matthew 5, uh, 16, but let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. But what do so many of us do? We pray cover the light man we let your light shine let your light shine okay but we just we won't we don't shine we cover it up because in the name of like you're talking about man in the name of humility in the name of i don't want to elevate myself we use scriptures to you know we put scripture with it obviously well john the baptist said i must decrease so that he can increase you know and we use things like that and it's like hold on hold on hold on (laughs) let's not take this stuff out of context and just put spiritual sounding names and titles on things that really just gives us permission to sit back and not do anything and be passive and not take risk for the kingdom of God and all this kind of stuff. When we got access to heaven on the inside of us, Jesus Christ, the son of God himself seated on the throne, but he's inside of us by way of the Holy Spirit. And we have this just awesome, awesome invitation that dude, it just blows my mind. Like how could, how could God, love Like, how could a God who is so perfect, who's the absolute creator of everything see, like he's the King of Kings. He's above all of it. How could he love us this much? How could he, how could he care this much about who we are to die for us and to give us access to this, to this power, to this supernatural, like, how could he love us that much? But the fact that he did it, the fact that it's true, the fact that he has made all this available to us, man, it's like, everything about who we are we just have to live in response to it
1: well There's no other way say that again we just have to live in response to his works oh my god absolutely amen amen the same power that raised christ from the dead is dwelling inside of each one of us if you are listening to this and you haven't read the book simple power what's wrong with you <laughs> we're talking we're talking through the book right now you need to read that book I, i'm telling you i told you offline on the phone, I think it was that I, I might make it required reading for our school that I lead. I mean, it is that good, dude. It is that good. And please don't cut this part out of your podcast because that would be false humility and you need to shine, right? right. Come on. I'm, I'm catching. <laughs> I could like smell it. Right. <laughs> I could like smell it. It was right there. Like, <laughs> no, dude, it's so good. We need it. We need these encouragements. We need the, we need your voice. We need this from a biblical perspective us to learn a better way because the world is dying out there. The world is looking like we, if we're not mission minded, we are missing the points. All right. People are being raped today. Yeah. In our cities. Yeah. Okay. People are in cages today in our cities. You don't believe me. Look it up. It is darkness all around us. Darkness is on the people, but the glory of the Lord shall rise upon Jesus in heaven? No, you, that's the point. We're all waiting for Jesus to come back. Jesus is waiting for the church to come out of the closet. Come on. Okay, time to get up. It's time to show them a better way. It's time to be the light of the world. Jesus said, I am the light of the world and you are the light of the yep. world. We cannot hide any longer. You want to hasten the day of the Lord? Hasten your butt up your chair and go love somebody. Come Take on. a risk. Faith is spelled R-I-S-K. Go release the heavens into the earth. In Jesus' name, there has to be a people that rise up and say, Enough is enough. No more agenda setting by the world leaders. The Lord is King. Jesus is King, and He will set the agenda today in my life, and I'm going to see His rule and reign come on the earth. I believe in the bodily return of Jesus, Duke. I believe in it. And I believe we should hasten the day of the Lord. Absolutely. And we are in danger of slowing it in our apathy, in danger of slowing it in our ignorance, in danger of slowing it in our pride. And it's the the grace for that is gone, dude. The grace for that is gone. That's why he's raising up a duke. That's why he's letting me talk to people. I'm the agitator. I'm the guy who gets everybody upset. I don't care. As long as you arise and shine, my job here is done. I don't care if I offend you all the way into the kingdom. I will do it. I will do it. Wow. Five times till Sunday. I will do it, you know, because I want a family day and I want a day to think. So anyway, I don't know, man. I got to stop. You got me all excited.
0: I know, man. I feel like we could keep going. We're up against the clock here. Yeah. But uh, that's it, man. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And stop sitting on it. Stop putting yourself down. Stop beating yourself up. Stop comparing yourself. Stop feeling like your faith isn't good enough, like you're not strong enough. Look, take a page out of Caleb's book. And check this out, man. God, your word says, I love that. Your (laughs) Your word word says,
1: man, just do
0: it. Just do what the book says. Do what he's telling you to do. Step out in faith. Even if your mind isn't there yet, that's totally cool. Just go. Your heart will take you places where your mind can't fit. And so just respond to him with a heart response that says, God, I want to know you. I want to serve you. I want to recognize who you are in everything that I do. And take those steps in that direction. And he's so faithful that he will not leave you. He won't forsake you. He won't let you be embarrassed beyond Come recognition on. and all that kind of stuff. He will, he'll He'll cover on. you and he'll be there with you throughout right. every step. So, um, so yeah. good. CalebHires.com. Check it out right now. Go there before you do anything else. CalebHires.com. See what else is available. Check this stuff out. Uh, I love you, man. Thanks so much for being here it's such a privilege. and such an honor to have you on the program. So thanks for taking the time out. I can't personally wait to do it again. Same. Um, Looking forward to it. So
1: yeah, um, man. So grateful. Thank you for having me really. It is an honor is mine. It is. It is.
0: Awesome. Well, Hey everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate you guys as well. Make sure that you uh, like and subscribe and all that good stuff. Check out CalebHires.com. Check out the content that he's got available out there as well. And uh, look forward to seeing you guys next time. Thanks.